Hi there. Welcome in, bienvenue, and welcome to my worst audition ever, the podcast where I, Danny Vitorino, sit down with a guest and we discuss their worst audition ever. Quick tidbit, we are now available to Android and iOS users alike. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe and leave some thoughts, some love, and if you're brave enough, your worst audition ever. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Worst Audition Ever Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Today I am sitting down with Andrea Marie Bush. Hi, Andrea. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so hot. I'm sweating <sighs> my limbs off, but I'm Everything. loving, yeah, I'm loving the sun. Um, okay, let's get into it, yeah. shall we? Yeah. Andrea, what type of performer would you say that you are? I'd say I am definitely singer-actor first, followed by a very, very strong mover. Okay. Singer-actor first. Yes. Followed by a strong mover. Strong mover. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you mean by type of performer? Yes. Okay, great. No, I'm just thinking. Because a lot of people, when they when they talk about their, themselves as a performer, they usually say, but I'm not a dancer. Or mm-hmm. like, I can move, but I don't think I've, maybe like one or, once or twice people have said strong mover because that's really what you should say. Yeah. Right? I mean, you should just give yourself the credit or, or where, wherever it needs to be. And if you're not a strong mover, just be like, you know, and I am not mm-hmm. a strong mover. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's a great answer. I think a lot of people in the audition room too, like they don't understand maybe if they're asked or something like, can you dance? Oh yeah. I've had that happen so many times where I'm just like, today I'm, I'm feel like a mover. So I'm going to say mover. Or if I know the show is like super, super dancey, I obviously won't put myself in that position and say I'm a, like, I'm not going to lie. You should never lie in the audition room regardless, Mm -mm. but unless you can pull it off. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I think that's the, that's the trick. Yeah. I've had my fair share of dance callbacks where I felt really good going into it. And like, I've obviously like, as a musical theater performer enrolled in some sort of program, like we have dance classes, but that was not my passion. And it took me a while to finally admit that I didn't have to follow this, this, uh, this path where I saw people around me being super, super strong dancers. And I was always just so jealous. Like, Oh, why, why didn't I quit tennis when I was younger and like choose dancing instead? And I beat myself up over and over about that but then I started to realize like oh I can still have a fulfilling performing life and not do the things that I don't necessarily like my heart's not in it I love dancing I love moving my body in any way but I finally was able to relieve myself of that pressure I think this past year post-graduation where I realized okay that's not my strength I can do it and I can be in a show and learn learn the choreography and spend time with it and get it really into my body. But it was such an unrealistic amount of pressure I was placing myself, placing dance, on myself. Yeah, it's, it's tricky, dance. Yeah. A lot of people, I think the saying is, you know, the more effortless it looks, the more effort it takes, mm-hmm. right? And dancers have to be really on top of it. Yeah. Right? I mean, singers same thing the muscle of the voice you know you have to know your ingredients and where you Mm -hmm. place it and all those things um but dancing it takes it literally takes your full attention you have to have like your full body you know what i mean you have to warm up your whole self you know and and just now 
Yeah. Also, uh, yes, there is um, ambiance in the background of <laughs> multiple things. We apologize. Enjoy. Oh, there's a that, toilet. I think that was a toilet yeah. flush. We got a bird, a toilet. It wasn't us. We're not in the bathroom. Like an air blower. Someone's air blowing on the sidewalk. Someone's blowing leaves. It's New York people. If you don't like it, listen to a different podcast, mm-hmm. please. Okay, so moving on. What would you say you are typed as when you're in the audition room? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Uh, um, I definitely am typed as uh, the leading lady. Um, certainly more uh, golden agey. I'm starting to explore some contemporary stuff, but I, I've been told that I have a classic look to me. You do. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank I take God. that as a call. I love, I love that, that genre, and I love, like, I grew up, like, watching Shirley Jones in, like, every movie, like, Oklahoma, Music Man, obviously Julie Andrews. Uh, so I kind of would copy their singing all throughout high school, and then I guess I didn't really grow out of it so much as just expand what I can do post-grad, which has been exciting. Um, so I do make a conscious effort to try to like attend calls that are more classic as well as that. I guess that answers your question. I definitely get typed more as the leading lady or the older sister. I get the older sister a lot. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I was in a production of little woman as Meg. Um, I've gotten callbacks for like the older sister in a lot of shows and um, it's a nice little transition because I know I'm going to be a Broadway mom <laughs> in the Ivory Regional production. <laughs> like a cool 20 mom. years. But I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm like the Carrie Butler of... But I can't <laughs> scream like she can. She's usually, amazing. Usually when people are asked that question, they have the two extremes. They have like oh. the, the, the good guy or the bad guy, you know? Mm. And, or, or, um, something really like tame and then something really crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting that you just stick with the golden age. I mean, it's actually really great because I Mm -hmm. think for you, like the brand that you're selling, that's what it is. Yeah. For sure. And we're having all these amazing revivals now that are are expanding our expectations of what these women look like and how they move about their own world. And it's really exciting to watch and Mm -hmm. watch all these new works be reimagined for the stage. And um, it's an exciting time for sure for classics. I'm so excited. I know. All these revivals. I know. (laughs) Okay. Credits or previous work you wanted to touch on just to give um, a brief uh, like air about yourself. Yeah. Um, so I attended NYU Steinhardt for vocal performance, um, mm. and I got my concentration in musical theater. Um, and there I did multiple shows. I did Brigadoon, an- another golden age. Um, I played Fiona in that. Uh, Little Women, as I mentioned before. Um, we did Secret Garden, Drood, very exciting. I don't have a lot of professional credits, um, like regionally. Um, I played Rosie and Bye Bye Birdie, a dance role, which was actually really fun because I was, I was so nervous to do it and like to, to do a role that is so iconic and make it my own was really exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in little projects here and there, it's pretty much it. Yeah. That's totally fine. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, It's been, I mean, the first year post-grad, you're kind of like figuring out, okay, like I need to do this project and this, and this project will will like satisfy me artistically for a little bit but then I like want to take classes and it's just this whole 
mishmash of figuring out figuring out yeah, everything. That's exactly what your twenties are. Yep. Figuring out. Figuring it out. A twenty-year-old's memoir. Yep. Strength. Strength. Or strength, a big strength, or you know, strengths around. What would you say? Or is a strength for you? Yeah. Um, I certainly. Uh, I I feel that my my vocal training is a strength of mine. Um, I was very lucky at NYU. It's a Bachelor of Music program, so there's a lot of emphasis on music and voice and um, developing and literally fine-tuning that part of your art form. Um, So my voice is definitely one of my strengths. Um, I'm finding that my voice is changing, and I think one of my strengths that a lot of people don't realize is like the ability to adapt easily and it's been exciting to watch my voice change so much. A lot of people would like normally freak out, but like I initially did because I was losing a lot of my upper register mm-hmm. um, because I was singing a lot more uh, down in this contemporary belt part of my voice. And uh, I kind of was more open to it than I wanted, than I initially wanted it to be. Like I, I became more open to that, that part of my voice that was changing. And I think that was really exciting. And I, definitely view that as a strength for sure yeah it's almost like you brought yourself back into a good place yeah it's like I could have seen something as a negative like oh like I'm losing like I don't have my high d anymore yeah like god forbid you know I lose a a note up there yeah but I'm strengthening this part of my voice that I've always wanted to strengthen and that itself is so much more exciting yeah whatever's gonna benefit you yeah yeah and what is On the flip of that, a weakness. Definitely my perfectionism, um, which can be a strength for some people. Yeah. Um, People who are like, I'm very detail oriented. Um, If I'm given something to do, I will do it. Um, But my perfectionism, I shouldn't say but, and my perfectionism sometimes creeps in and, and it's that little voice that's like, okay, you're preparing, you're doing all this stuff right. Like, what if there's something you could do that's like, better or or what if there's something that you can control that you could do better um so this year especially has been the uh, the year of I say the year of letting go um especially letting go of things that are out of your control in an audition room in a callback in life um I did a callback series at the growing studio which I highly recommend um it was great to do a class that wasn't like oh you go up and sing like 16 bars and then you learn things but you're given material and you have to prepare it and you prepare it as you would for like any other callback that you would get in the real world Mm -hmm. and it's learning to like let stuff go like you can't control like what the person in the room is looking for you can only bring yourself um you can't control like some like some things are so like we're talking about the construction like you can't control if like a construction is going to make you lose like two hours of sleep like you just have to kind of let it go and uh do what you can control to your best so that i would say my weakness is can be a strength of mine which is exciting it's like a double-edged sword yeah like yeah benefit you but also kind of hurt yeah you too yeah that's not a bad weakness. I not mean, a bad weakness. Think, the thing is, you're conscious of it, too. Yeah, almost you know? to the point of a fault. Like I said, like overthinking yeah. everything. It's like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. 
but I can do this, but I, I focus on this, but this, but that. And it's this constant like tug of war. Yeah. But you're not the only person. Everybody no, has not at extreme, all. You know what I mean? Not and at all. especially as a performer, like we're the, our, our worst critics, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah, that's definitely hashtag relatable. Oh, so relatable. But we're hashtag blessed. <laughs> hashtag <fine>. blessed. <laughs> the whole point of this podcast, your worst audition ever. I got a good one. Tell um, us, tell us. Well, kind of going back to the, to the dancing situation um i at the end of i think it was in august they had an ecc for i can say like the show name right um, they I, they had an ecc for a golden age show okay yes yeah and i was like it's it was like a, a regional production i was like oh my god i'm i'm perfect for the show but i like don't know if they'll i'm non-equity um i don't know if they're gonna see non-equity singers but like I know like they usually see nonic dancers and it was like in August nobody was there so I go to actors equity and um I like wait to, to go to the dance call and I <laughs> I go to this dance call feeling like fine I'm like this is my first audition back in the city I'm like feel refreshed I spent all summer like on a beach performing I feel fantastic so I go into this in this uh dance call and it was a genre that is some like Russian genre. I don't some Czech style of dancing. <laughs> I won't say what it's called, um, but needless to say, I did not know what I was doing. Even though I thought that the dance call for this show would be simple and easy, it was not. And or maybe it was, and I'm just <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> what I was doing. But I definitely saw people there I knew from like other from like childhood camps and I was like oh crap (laughs) like it's like when you go to your like 10 year reunion it's like oh like this person's gonna be like so impressed or like back to your hometown yeah like see like oh Barbara and Target and you're like fuck you're like oh they can't they can't do a whatever (laughs) yeah little like flippy thing I'm doing with my hands a flippy thing a flippy thing um with like just the foot um I know what it's called but Oh, I, I just, I don't know what it's called. Um, so that was like my, that was an example of a bad audition where I left feeling like I'm like, I'm never going to make it in this business. Cause like I can't dance and I should have gone to the singer's call. Cause I knew that was more of a strength of mine. Yeah. So I felt a lot, I felt really crappy after that. It so was kind of like a rude awakening Yeah. to like, oh, maybe like, cause today people have to be people, the, the, scope of what is expected of you in an in an audi- in a audition process is so much higher than it was you have to be a triple threat in most cases and yeah they you know with social media globalism yeah. they really just want to find all the gems yeah which is great and everybody is a gem in their own way it's just you know some people are still forming themselves mm-hmm. to shine a little bit brighter mm-hmm. and some people just have a natural shine but maybe they still need to work on the form I don't know you know they're everybody's on their own journey for sure but I do agree that there is a higher level of expectation although we do have more uh, uh, things at our fingertips nowadays mm-hmm. too you know yeah. what I mean you go back to like the 50s like they didn't have the stuff that we have you know Not we have smartphones all. and stuff we could look up lyrics right now and yeah. memorize them you know what I mean but it's 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 a 
it's a balance. You have to find your own balance. For you sure. know, did you learn anything from your audition? I mean, I know obviously you left and you were probably like, okay, next time I'm not going to go to the dance club. Right. Go to the that was a, that was a, a grand realization. Yeah. Um, not that I would never go to, I just wouldn't, there's so many talented dancers out there who are, a lot of them coming from the commercial dance world into the regional theater market. And oh, like, yeah. it's insane. Like they're so talented yep. and it's just, now it's just a matter of like, I can't expend my energy. I guess like, as I was saying in the beginning of the podcast, like it, going to these, these dance calls, they're a great learning opportunity for sure. But it's either I don't let that embarrassment get to me or I harness my energy into like preparing for the singer's call or preparing my book to its best ability. Not that it has to be perfect, but like at its its best in that moment and showing up for that because there, I think I, I'm a firm believer in showing up, but showing up smartly. There's this idea that like as actors, we have to hustle and hustle and go to like this and that and this. And like, I didn't get seen at this audition today. I'm going to go like wake up at 5am tomorrow to go to that. It's mm-hmm. like, well, if you're spreading yourself so thin, are you going to give your best at the one that is going to is matters to you most? Especially because a lot of us have like, two jobs yeah to make money yeah and then you're on top of it you know yeah running around i mean it is the chase you know you have to if you want it you'll go there but of course i agree you you know you really have to and i think it's a learning it's a learning curve it's learning Mm -hmm. experience you know people will learn performers will learn yeah you know especially in the city it's crazy um what you should go for and what maybe you should just maybe not go for Mm -hmm. and be like okay you know, and if they have another audition, you know, I'll go to the, I'll go to that one. But like, I feel like maybe I know that I want to go to this one, this one, and this one. And those are where I'm going to go to. And nothing else. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, if you can take less time on work and more time on, you know, maybe just during a, a casting season. Yeah. You know, that's an option too. I mean, but the thing is, you really just have to sit yourself down and say, okay, what's best for me? Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with Self-care. like budgeting yourself. Like. It's crazy. Yeah, self-care. Yes, yes. You know, it's, it's a, yeah, 20s, like we were just saying, like. Yeah. Figuring it out. Yep. You know. Yep. Come on, car alarm. You hear that? <laughs> we're keeping that in. <laughs> Do you ever play that game where, like, you, you keep doing different positions, oh, like, dance moves when the, when the beat drops, the. No, but I do now. Okay, it stopped. We're good. I just look crazy. Moving on. I do have another bad audition that I yeah. happened like a month ago. I auditioned for a cruise line that definitely was geared more towards kids. Okay. Oh, no, it was not a cruise line. It was an amusement park that okay. was geared toward, more towards children. Um, and I sang a very inappropriate song for that because I <gasps> thought it fit the character. Oh, I won't say what song, but it was like a fun, flirty song. And I was like, oh, the character that I would go for is so fun and flirty. Um, the first line, like the whole song is a sexual innuendo and, but I was like, it's perfect for the type, like it's fine. So I went in like feeling great. I love this song. I love singing it. Um, but (laughs) the woman across the table, like gave me a look. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, are you serious? And she looks at me and she like cocks her head a little bit and she's like, do you have anything else? <laughs> so I sang it. I knew like right after the 
the first like not even like during the intro of my my 16 bar that like all right this is not gonna like what song was that you don't have to tell us if you I don't sang, want to but um it was <laughs> it was please don't touch me from young frankenstein yes yeah yeah yes yeah fun song dream role do you remember the first line of your cut yes um you can stick me you can like me you can pinch me till i'm blue thank you mel brooks <laughs> love <clears throat> you yes um yeah i think i've auditioned for that as well yeah um and i went in for a role that was supposed to be like five ten. i'm six two by the way <laughs> and um i was like oh, yeah i'll go in winter of course because that's casting season yeah. right it's in the winter had my boots on which adds like two more inches so i'm like <laughs> six four and i walk in and they just like look up and i'm just like hey like i'm, I'm here to hey. audition for this role hey and they're like thank you very much Bye. Thank you. did they even let you sing no <gasps> oh, savage if i know who we're both talk, we'll talk after we can chat later but we'll chat later. i mean i'm not i'm not mad about it I, I kind of loved that experience. It was like a walk in and walk out. It's like a, oh, okay, that's how that's how today's going to go. Yeah. Fine. And yeah. then you go to Best Bagel and get a bagel at 35th Street. 35th Street between 7th and 8th, Best Bagel, sponsor me. Thank you. You can use Andrea at the <laughs> checkout below. <laughs> you know, like the new iPads they have? You just have to, like, enter code enter Andrea, Andrea, code Andrea. At, che- liter- at the literal at checkout. The checkout. Five dollar um, minimum. Yeah. We got you. What's it called again? Best bagel. bagel. I was gonna say bagels best. Best bagel is good too. It's either best bagels or best bagel. I I have a friend. I have an audition friend, um, who I met at going to auditions, and we became like super super close, and we schedule best bagel dates all the time. Are those it's are the amazing. best times when you can schedule a time with with a fellow performer. Yeah. And you can just like catch up or talk about things, and oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it's like one of my favorite things to do in the city yes yeah Yeah. um moving on pre-audition rituals is there anything that you do when you have an audition and you Mm -hmm. need to prepare yeah um so I always do some sort of movement in the morning um whether that's like going for a light I never like overexert myself so it's like either a light jog um I really like doing plain plain we should, like, tally up all the noises from this <laughs> podcast episode. Watching I it. don't understand why this is the episode. Um, I fly an airplane before... No. Um, <laughs> I, I like doing, like, yoga. That was my... I was in a series of, like, callbacks in the past couple months, and that was, like, my go-to, because I literally could not, like... Like, I needed to calm... I needed to, like... initiate my relaxation response yeah you need to just unpack (laughs) yeah um so that i find is a good good ritual make myself some good food um Mm. i love making toast um like fancy not like (laughs) just a thing of toast i love making toast love i love toast i love bread that's a good quote um love making toast um i will usually listen to a podcast on the way yeah. to the audition oh yeah just to like get get it out of my head um get the audition out of my head i love like a true basic biatch love true crime podcasts mm-hmm. um i love other podcasts about performers and like 
I like knowing that people like are going through the same anxieties that I am going through. Yeah. That is comforting to me. Oh, for sure. Because it's so taboo mm-hmm. um, when you're in a holding room or, yeah. you know, it, when you're speaking to like CDs or directors or something, because, you know, you have to have that image of, you know, you're, you're this product and mm-hmm. that's okay. But with that, you know, it's also nice to talk about your unpackingness, yeah. your, your centeredness, your relaxingness. What do you do to like chill, you know? Yeah. And how do you stay centered and, and focused? Because it's not just you. Like, as an actor, you use your exterior <clears throat> mm-hmm. to um, present forward these materials, you know? And at the end of the day, you, know, you kind of just get to relax it out and, and yeah. find you. Yeah. So with that, any post-audition rituals that you like to do? Best bagels on 35th. Best bagels on the- <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's like I call my mom... My mom's like the first person I call. And my dad. I love you, dad. Um, I call my mom, my parents, tell them how it went. Um, If I'm not working, I'll just go home and like make lunch, veg out for a bit. Mm. I don't really have, it's kind of like a daily thing. I don't have a set ritual post audition. That's good. Get a coffee, treat myself to like a a nice coffee. No, that's kind of a ritual. Yeah. To keep it fluctuating and fluid yeah. you know to keep it whatever yours your whatever your mood is you know yeah. i do the same thing i need to call mm-hmm. somebody afterwards though for sure oh for sure just like word vomited like, out oh my god you'll never believe this like, yeah like, hit my <laughs> knee or something i don't even know if they noticed but like i, I sang this weird song and yeah. i needed it i think i like farted <laughs> i hope they don't smell it like weird like <laughs> i've never done that before me neither but i'm waiting for someone's worst audition the companies would be the first to like <laughs> notice I'm still laughing at some of these worst auditions that people have come up here and, and shared. <laughs> it's it's just, ugh, it's so good. Oh, man. I'm waiting for, like, a really bad one. I, I've been lucky that I haven't had an awful one. Well, yeah. I mean, hopefully you'll never have to have one. Yeah. If it was, like, a funny one, though, that would be... Well, here's the thing. Everybody takes things in their own way. Yeah. You know? And so... What you might think is a bad audition, someone else might think it's a mediocre audition or a good audition, mm-hmm. and vice versa. You might think it's a great audition, but someone's like, really? No. Yeah. That's a bad You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's to each their own, and it's what you take from it. That's why I ask, you know, like, what did you take from that? What did mm-hmm. you learn? What did you miss? What's going on? You know? So many lessons learned. Because you have to unpack it. You have to yeah. really go through it. Um, any audition prep hobbies if you know that there's an audition this week you're gonna go to do you have anything you usually do yeah um if it's a show that currently exists I will and this is something I learned in the past couple months just going to callbacks like know the show more than like what you're bringing into the room because you never know like you never know if you could get a callback for the show and like they need you to sing the song from the show tomorrow and it's like well I don't know it Exactly. So I think that's probably my biggest audition prep is like prepare for like your book and stuff, but also know the types of shows you'd be auditioning yeah. for and like know, like know those. The genre. Yeah. The brand. Yeah. Like Chicago is going to be jazzy and fossy, you yeah. know, and... And learn the songs from it because you never know. They could yeah. just give you the music right there. Yeah. Because sometimes the first audition is just a first glance. Yeah. And if you have like that jazzy essence of like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. They'll call you back in. To really see you, you know, again, unpack. That's like my fucking word of the day. But it's not the word of the day. Um, 
you know, unpack the character. You know yeah. what I mean? Same thing with film. They don't care about your acting the first time. They just want to see you, see if it matches. And then mm-hmm. when they call you back in, they're like, okay, really, you know, act for us, you know? Yeah. Yes. Word of the week. I gotta get the word of the week. Hold on. What's the word of the week? Do you do? Oh my out. gosh. This is so exciting. Yeah. So, every week I have a word that I shout out to you. It reflects mm-hmm. off of you. Echoes back to me. And I just want to know what it means to you in any shape or form, business, personal. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to do the word of the week is. Da-da-da. Car alarm. The word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to cut all this out. <laughs> no. The word of the week is pride. Mm. Um, wow. Pride Pride as a as a performer, I think is is ownership of yourself. Mm. Pride as an individual is ownership of yourself, despite despite any any fears or or judgments about yourself that there are. Because um, I think truly in this in this world, I was about to say in this like performing world, but tr- in this world, if you don't trust yourself and believe in yourself, and believe that you can change the world. You can't be proud of yourself. Yeah, and that's I mean, especially true in a in a room with with people who are are trusting you with a show. You have to trust yourself, and you have to be proud in your own work and of yourself. Yeah, that's a great answer. We were also talking about body image yeah. in the industry and in general. Mm-hmm. Do you want to touch on that too? I mean, do yeah. you think that, that ties in? I mean, I think that oh, that's kind of the direction you're going in. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, as, as a, as a woman in this industry and as a, as a person who identifies as a woman, um, in this industry, it is, has been very hard, uh, to, cause we are constantly being told, like we are literally being told by, by people who audition us by ads on the street that like, oh, there is something wrong with your appearance this is like, here's a solution for you. So you grow up thinking like, oh, if I was, you know, if my legs looked this way or if my boobs were bigger or like if my chin just like was lifted a little bit more, like I would be happy if I could just like get a quick fix. Um, and as a performer, which is, and this art is so appearance-based, um, it's hard to cast that aside and like be proud of your work as opposed to what what appears to be your work mm-hmm. and it's in the form of our bodies like our bodies are our instrument um so obviously we want to take care of them and make sure they're working at like optimal performance but there is a lot of i mean i i feel this a lot like body image i was working with a dietitian last summer um to just like work on keeping my energy levels up in performance and and there was there were more than enough times where I was like oh this could make me like maybe lose a little bit of weight and it's like Andrea that none of this should matter mm-hmm. like none of this should matter you think that might make you feel good but you you have to that has to be a place from within and like there are days when I do don't feel confident and and don't feel comfortable in my body and it's an ongoing process I don't think anybody has ever said it's easy there isn't there's certainly an element of pride in in your body image and I hate body image I feel like it's so like 
No, but you're right. It's such a it's such a blanket term. It is, um, but it, it it gets the general uh, sense. Yeah, 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 and it's an ongoing struggle, and it it's just it's hard to separate the two. I mean, not the two, but the body image from the rest of the art. Yeah. Um, it kind of takes know. hold. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because, like I was saying, you know, you use your exterior. Yeah. To promote this character, this truth of this person, or whatever it is that you're, you know, as an artist. And if you have something inside of you that's, you know, taking you back, it can be a burden. Yeah. And it can, it can, it can be a, a barrier between you and getting to that truth. Yeah. You know? So working towards that is great. And I agree. I think that, you know, definitely society, air quotes, tradition, mm-hmm. you know, they, they plug in this mentality into females in this country yeah. that you know and same thing with males too yeah. the toxic any, masculinity literally any gender yes. now it's it's yep. you have to be a certain way and you you really don't you just no. need to be you and that's a lot of what we were saying unpacking yourself finding yourself settling yourself centering yourself and finding your pride that yeah. all ties in yeah and i think that you hit it right on the nail Oh, I'm glad. I'm trying. I'm try every day to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's navigate this stuff. What it's can hard. you do? But wake up every day, and try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. You're not a failure until you stop trying. I was watching. Oh no, my mom. My mom was watching something on. She was watching some talk show where it's like all the women and like it wasn't like The View. It was like something else. Like the and, talk or something. Yeah, I think it was something like that, and I think it was. Um, I forget who it was, but there it she sent this quote to me when I was going through kind of a phase of rejection and mm. um and I want to get the quote right, but it was um without oh, I'm not going to get it right. You can try. No, you can try. <laughs> it's we like can, uh without um you don't get to fail without the try, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So like try like try trying is like what you must do. Like yeah. you can't you can't get to anything without the try first. No. Trying is your legs. Yeah. And it, it's taking you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. You can't get to point B or attempt to get to point B without using your legs, without yeah. trying. Right? Yeah. That's exactly it. And that's what a mm-hmm. lot of performers, you know, we got to stick together and just yeah. own it. We got to go to Best Bagel. Best Bagel and use <laughs> code Andrea code in the link. For a free holla bagel. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up, yes. do you have any upcoming works you want to talk about? Yeah. Shit, I almost just knocked myself right out of this goddamn... <laughs> okay, any upcoming works you got? <laughs> I actually, um, I recently, as of like two weeks ago, um, I booked the Fiddler on the Roof National Tour. Yes. So I will be swinging that. I will be the female swing. Yeah, you will. Um, I am so excited and so like nervous, but that nervous like... I've never done anything like this before, but I'm so excited to learn and like have this experience and travel and like go to my hometown yeah. and perform there. Oh and I, and tell this like amazing story about refugees, literally about people who are, are leaving yep. one place and finding their place, their mental place, their emotional place and their physical place in another place. That is a story I want to tell. And that is a story that I'm humbled to tell. Of course. Um, and I'm very, I'm just very, very excited. I'm so excited. If you Thank guys you. can go and get tickets, yeah. check her out. She's Fiddler amazing. FiddlerMusical.com. FiddlerMusical.com. Code Andrea. Code Andrea. <laughs> check out for a free, um, 
free, I don't know, free dreidel. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so bad. Oh my God. And check her out. What's your social Jewish. platforms? Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is at Andrea Marie Bush. That pretty much has like links. My my website is www.andreamariebush.com. Everything's like pretty on brand streamlined for easier. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to have a podcast episode about branding too, because <gasps> I feel like yes. it's necessary. And also dance terminologies is coming yes. out too. Um, I'll send it on <clears> that one. What was I going to say? Yeah, follow her because you can follow her journey. Yeah, I'll probably on this do national fun tour. stories. It's gonna be spectacular. I can't yeah. wait. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I'm sorry, it's like a hot box in here. It's no, we're literally so, we're so sweaty right dripping now. Dripping noises. What the <laughs> fuck is going on with this episode? Okay. I love it. Until next time. Bye guys. Bye. Uh, how does it, how does it go? Welcome to my list, it's never, okay, so I'll, uh, okay, I kind of figured it out. Are you recording? <laughs> Hi, Rihanna. <laughs> hey guys, so for the month of July, we're going to take a little hiatus due to the holiday nature and for the summer in general. We will be back in August. See you then. Uh, this episode. Enjoy episode 17. Enjoy this episode. You have three fucking cuts now, okay? You can play with this episode. Enjoy episode 17.